What's up, you guys? For this episode, we're going to explore the concept of stoic forgiveness as part of our ongoing series on simple gifts. Those things that are free, abundant, perpetual, and if you apply them, transformational in your own life. So for this episode, we're going to discuss several different teachings, the teachings of the Stoics, Epictetus, the great Buddhist monk and philosopher, Tich Nhat Han, and of course, we're going to cover the work of Jay Shetty as to why forgiveness is so important in bringing us peace. We're even going to cover a moment that I had in, at Luther College with the great Richard Simon Hansen, one of the top and most transformational professors that I had at Luther College, and one of these life changers, one of these people whose words resonate with me even today. So what in the heck is stoic forgiveness, and why is it so important, and what will it do for us? Well, what is Stoicism? Stoicism is a philosophy that focuses on what you can control and letting go of the negative as to what you cannot control. The great Stoic philosopher Epictetus in the Enchiridion discusses in his very first sentence that the art of living is focusing on the things that you can control, your actions, your thoughts, your day-to-day -day activities, and letting go of what you cannot control. External negative influences, fate, a comet hitting. He didn't say a comet hitting, but you get the point. Negative people's negative perceptions of you. These are things that you cannot control. And as it applies to forgiveness, I think forgiveness, and when I'm talking about forgiveness, I'm not talking about receiving forgiveness. I'm talking about you being the one who forgives someone who has wronged you. We'll cover a little bit about the need for you to be forgiven. You probably need to get, be forgiven for something that you've done. I certainly do too. But this is about the joy and the gift of you forgiving. Well, why is forgiveness so important for you? Well, Focus on what happens if you don't forgive. You have anger and resentment. Have you ever achieved anything great in your life in a state of anger? What's the problem with anger? Anger, it, like any kind of stress, it's a form of stress. It can be life-giving. Anger can protect you. Anger is important, but only, and it's a survival technique. That's why we have anger but only in very small doses. And it's usually to, to, to fight or flight, to get out. But anger over time becomes a grudge. And who does the grudge really wound? Does it wound the person who causes the grudge? Or does it wound the person who's holding the grudge? Well, isn't the answer obvious? Think about those times when you've nursed grudges, you've nursed your wounds. Have you ever achieved anything when that has happened? Have you ever said, oh my God, one of the best moments of my life when I nursed a grudge? Well, what is 
an, an, a grudge. It's an ongoing wound. And when it's an emotional wound, what does it arise from? It arises from the inability to forgive, to let go, to stop the source of the pain. And friends, that is the beauty of forgiveness. Forgiveness is something that allows you to have internal peace and tranquility because that is the only way you can transform your life and get to a state of happiness, to have those moments of tranquility where you can be you and you can let go. One of the greatest Buddhist philosophers is Thich Nhat Hanh. And he wrote in the book, The Heart of the Buddhist Teaching. He said, quote, letting go gives freedom. And freedom is the only condition for happiness. If in our heart, we still cling to anything, anger, anxiety, or possessions, we cannot be free. And that's why that's so important. And I think I would also add to Titch's comment, a grudge. You know, so much of what we talked to in yesterday's podcast on stress just like anything, anger can be healthy, outraged anger. It can be a nice survival, but so many things become bad when they become chronic. And that's true with a grudge, holding in your anger. It is very damaging to your health and to you and to being able to move on. And this is where we get into the need of forgiving because to forgive is to let go. Forgiveness is not only the benefit to the forgivor or the forgivee, it's to the person who forgives, because what does it do? It's the first step in recognition of your own healing. And here's where I get into this magic moment of Professor Simon Hansen, who's getting up in age. I, I really need to interview him for the podcast. I hope I can do that. There were so many magical moments when I was sitting in Luther College, the main building, and I took the, well, Judaism I took from him, but I also took the Bible from him, which was a really good, I mean, the Bible with Simon is like awesome. And there were so many moments, you know, those moments in late fall afternoon where the sun is streaming through the windows. You can see the, and of course at Luther, you can see these magical golden burnt orange leaves the sunlight flowing into the window as you look over the Oneota Valley your consciousness drip, drifting in and out to focusing on the lecture and looking out and thinking about the possibility of your life the next weekend well, there were so many magic moments like that and, and Simon wouldn't as much le lecture as hold us in a kind of trance a mutual intellectual embrace where he would share his wisdom with us and we were talking about the religious need to forgive. That's so important in the Christian tradition, forgiveness. And he would just hold us almost as if in a trance, a mutual intellectual embrace during the lecture. And he would always pause as he was about ready to say something profound. And he brought us near. And he said in a very quiet voice, he said, forgiveness is for the forgiver just as much as it is for the person who is being forgiven. 
and he let us, and he paused and he let us soak that up. And I always remembered that. Forgiveness is just as much for the person who forgives as it is for the person receiving the forgiveness. It's the process of healing and growth and transformation. In Jay Shetty's book, Think Like a Monk, he talks about four levels of forgiveness, but he really focuses on three that are the most typical. One is zero. I'm never going to forgive. I never do anything wrong. I'm perfect. The other person wounds me. I'm the victim. That's zero forgiveness. This is nursing the grudge, holding the grudge, and not letting go. The second one is conditional. You scratch my back, I scratch yours. You forgive me, I'll say I'm sorry, but you got to say sorry first. It's called conditional forgiveness. And the third, as he said, is transformational forgiveness. I've coined a term, and I have no idea whether this is actually new to me or whether I'm stealing it from someone else. No idea, but agape forgiveness. You know, when you love someone without expecting anything in return, the love of a mother to a child, a father to his son, a wife to a spouse, agape love, agape love. You love without expecting anything in return. And forgiveness is a form, is a concrete act of agape. Loving someone so much that you love and you shower that person with love without expecting anything in return because they are part of you and you are part of them. That is the act of agape love. And he says there's unconditional forgiveness, which is I forgive you no matter what you did. I don't. I don't know what the heck is really different. If you're expecting nothing back, isn't that unconditional? So I won't quarry with Jay Shetty here, but I think they're basically same diff. Practice the act of transformational forgiveness as your own simple gift, because this will give you energy, peace, tranquility, so that you can experience joy and happiness. And here, you know, it's, it's almost like we have to, like, we just can't say it, you know, it seems like in so many Western books, we need to actually prove it with facts and statistics, but I'll share a passage from Shetty's book that I think demonstrates concrete, concretely the power of forgiveness. He says, quote, forgiveness has been shown to bring peace to our own minds. Forgiveness actually conserves energy. Transformational forgiveness is linked to a slew of health improvements, including fewer medications taken, better sleep quality, reduced somatic symptoms, including back pain, headache, nausea, and fatigue. Forgiveness eases stress because we no longer recycle the angry thoughts, both unconscious and conscious, that stressed us out in the first place. And he says, in fact, science shows us that in those close relationships, those emotional tension between partners when they're able to forgive less emotional tension between partners when they're able to forgive each other, and that promotes physical well-being. In a study published in 2001, edition of Personal Relationships, 68 married couples agreed to have an eight-minute talk about an incident where one broke the rules of marriage. The couples then separately watched replays of the interviews and researchers measured their blood pressure. In couples where the quote-unquote victim was able to forgive their spouse, both partners' blood pressure decreased. 
It shows that forgiveness is good for everyone. To give is to be forgiven. To forgive is to let go. And I'm going to offer you a meditation that I really love. And you can get it on Spotify, the Great Bell Meditation. And it's led by Tich Nhat Hanh. It is beautiful. And it also includes the metaphor of the lotus. The lotus is a beautiful flower that grows in the muddy waters in the Ganges. And it just takes a little drop of water to grow the beautiful lotus flower. And it just sits there beautifully emerging from the mud. He talks about only one little drop can bring a, uh, of this lotus water and it's applied to a soil can give you eternal abundance and create green pastures, beautiful meadows, and the beautiful tree of life from which all forgiveness flows. So think about, do that meditation, go to Spotify, Tich Nhat Han, the great bell chant, and then think about who you are going to forgive today. Who who will you let go of the wound that has persistently angered you? Maybe it's someone doing something to you. Maybe you need to forgive yourself and let go of the mistakes that you have made. This is all about ben, the benefits of you being the person that forgives. One little footnote on this is what about the need to be forgiven? I think this is also a deep innate need that may be the topic of a special podcast on the need to receive forgiveness. For me, it's, it's one of the beautiful things about so many religious traditions. For me, it's the Christian faith. Um, but this concept of that we have this eternal forgiveness as this abundant and free gift that is perpetually always available to us. It's given to us no matter what, but really in order for us to receive it, we do have to confess. We have to confess our sins, our mistakes, the things that we have done to damage others. And why is that so important? Because to confess is to self-examine, to self-reflect to identify what we could have done differently. That is why self-examination is so important. So friends, that is this episode on forgiveness. I hope you had as much joy listening to this and I hope I found this useful to you as I did in putting it on. Infinite gratitude to every single one of you who has tuned into the Rockney Cast. Please do Continue to spread the word on what we're doing here at the Rockin' Cast. We're going to continue to bring on leading thinkers and writers, think about ways that we can mutually grow together, that we can explore the world together, the wonders of, of God's creation on the Rockin' Cast. So I've really enjoyed this uh, series of ongoing efforts and simple gifts. A lot of these episodes have bombed. They have not been super high plays on, on the Rockney cast, but that's okay because this is the act of offering my gift to you. And, and to hopefully some of these little kernels for, those, for that small little band of listeners that you can use each one of the little kernels of wisdoms that we share through our process of procreation on the Rockney cast. And you can let that one drop grow into this abundant tree of life. You know, as Henry Cloud teaches, 
A passion fulfilled creates the abundant tree of life. I'm not going to do a Rocky cast tomorrow. Um, and so I'm going to be hanging out with my daughter, Nora, uh, for like three wonderful days in the North Country. Uh, so tune in next week. We're going to continue to co-create and make great content on the Rocky cast. Thank you so much for tuning in and keep on listening. And we're going to continue to work and grow together. So tune in next time to the Rocky cast. Infinite gratitude to you. And until next time on the Rockney cast.